Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with Dana and Shayna. We are going to record this episode today all about the defined centers in your body graph because as we are all in this great time of change, as things are shifting with this coronavirus situation and we're all at home in quarantine, we wanted to really give you guys some juicy information and really be able to use this time to really learn because we know that so many of you are fascinated in human design and are really like thirsting for more information. So we're going to go through all of the defined centers today and kind of what they mean on a physical level and the percentages of people that have them. And we'll also go into um, a little bit of the gates that go off of that divine centers for you guys today. But we just wanted to really check in with you guys and 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 feel how everyone is doing in this crazy shift because mm-hmm. this is an unprecedented time. Yeah, there's so much uncertainty and so much um, time for a lot of people to be home and to, you know, if you're not one of the essential people that need to be out helping everyone, um, you can find yourself with a lot of time on your hands. So we figured let's shift our focus a little bit and talk a little bit more about some of the human design stuff that we haven't talked about on this podcast. We have talked a lot about the open centers, but we have, we've had a lot of requests to really dive into what it means to be defined and have definition in your chart. So we're excited to talk about that stuff with you guys um, because we are quarantining as well. Um, I do have a full household here at my home. So you're probably going to hear some noises or hear some dogs per usual. Um, you might hear some, (laughs) some little voices in the background too, but we are just making do with this quarantine life. And honestly, this week I've been enjoying this time, um, because it's so unique and so rare. Like when else in my life am I going to be able to have all the people that I love here with me, not able to leave (laughs) Mm. and being able to just have time to slow down and focus on other stuff. And of course, you know, Brian's still working from home. So he's working during the day. I'm still working from home. Um, So we're still busy, but it's nice just to be home together and Mm. to kind of settle into that slowness and not always have to have so much going on. So I'm actually really milking that vibe um, mm-hmm. this this whole week. I've been just, well, I guess it's only Tuesday. <laughs> but <laughs> this whole week, I've been really milking this vibe for the last two days. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice to have Brian home. <laughs> I felt like just really called further and further into surrender more than before. You know, like surrender is a big word that 
I've been really calling in, especially because we say that so much of human design is actually surrendering to your truth and to your natural way of like being and to give up on this conditioned, homogenized expectations that we all receive from the world and to really surrender into like who you are naturally, what your natural flow is. And so I feel like I've been cultivating that with this whole time of things shifting and like things really needing to be on absolute pause right now, because in my personal life, I've had all of this like exciting growth happening with day Luna and with Jared and I buying a piece of property here in Joshua tree. Like we just have all of these things like moving forward, like all of this forward motion that we're really excited about. And then we have this whole situation happen where everything gets stopped down to a complete halt. And so it can feel really overwhelming and scary. And there's so much uncertainty financially and all of these different variables happening. But if I really get quiet and just listen to what mother earth is telling me when I'm out, you know, in the desert with my feet in the ground, I really feel this surrender pause this is how huge shifts happen is when we have this pause when we have this halt. And even though obviously it is like, there are a lot of uncertainties happening and a lot of people are having to make these um, compromises and shifts in their life. I also feel this real like joy bubbling up inside of me of knowing that we are having this opportunity to create a new earth and to go inward and to shift our focus from purely economical finances and power into community and wellness and well-being for our entire collective. And we're being forced to realize that we are connected as one living organism, as one living ecosystem, and that we can't ignore that in times like this. We're being really forced to look at the fact that that is what is most important and what will always be the foundation of our reality instead of economics and traveling the world and being powerful and like all of these other things that we have thought were the thing that really ran our lives and our existence. Yeah. It really is such a unique time. Um, and I heard last night, I heard a song that came on our TV. We were watching YouTube videos and just like letting them play like the next thing that would just pop up or whatever. And it's a Sarah Varela song that I haven't heard in years. I don't know why I forgot about it, but she was singing, singing it live. And, um, and I just stopped and listened to the lyrics and it was just exactly what I needed to hear right then. And the lyrics were, and where I stood was where I was to be. And mm-hmm. where I was was beautiful because I was free. And it's it just really rang true to me of like where I stood right now, where I'm standing, no matter where that is, if that's in your home, if that's you on the front lines, if that's you by yourself and in isolation, um, where you are right now is where you are meant to be. And it's beautiful because this moment right now we are free. Like, even though we're not able to go, you know, outside and go to all the different places and go meet with a bunch of people in in person, you're free of all of these obligations Mm -hmm. that you had, um, in just our regular life with our, you know, our jobs and where we needed to be. And of course it can be stressful of how are you going to make money? How are you going to pay bills? All of those, those things that this can really be triggering, but it also is such a unique 
moment of freedom, like you were saying, to really be able to focus in on what's actually important to you and have this freedom of being able to have time to focus on those things, to meditate, to do yoga, to journal, to just relax, to cry, to grieve someone, um, to celebrate your life and your joy with the people that you love and being around your family. Um, to, if you have little ones, like being able to spend day and night and day and night with them, even though it might be crazy, you and your partner being able to actually spend that one-on-one quality time with them consistently without any breaks is something that is so in, in a certain way of looking at it, liberating because Mm -hmm. you're free to be able to be together all the time. Mm -hmm. And so just hearing those lyrics really just shook me a little bit of like, okay, like where I stood, where I stand right now is where I am to be because I'm free to be here right now and to take this time for myself. So I just really want um, to spread a little bit of that love and um, peace, I guess, or acceptance or surrender that Mm -hmm. we've been feeling this week to all of you guys, because I know that every single day is different. Of course, I have days where I'm struggling because I have all these open centers, but um, I have other days like today where I just feel so surrendered and grateful for this super unique experience. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so helpful and meaningful in this time to come back to the idea that this earth is an abundant place and this universe is an abundant place and that everything that everyone needs will be provided and that there are enough resources for everyone if we use those resources as a collective and with the care of including every single person in those resources use. So I just really like, I feel like for so many people, it's not even really about this virus that is so scary. It's the idea of scarcity and feeling like there's not going to be enough and feeling like you're not going to have enough money. You're not going to have enough physical resources to support you. So I just, if you're feeling that, I just really encourage you to, um, go out in nature wherever you can, whether that's in your yard or whether that's just looking at the sky out of your window and really taking in the abundance of nature and the the vastness that is there and trusting that everything is going to be okay in some way in the end. Like none of us know how everything is going to play out, but we do know that we are eternally supported by the divine and by the spirit of everything, of all of us humans, of all of us on earth, um, and of nature. So just really knowing that you can trust that, um, everything is abundant. Everything is going to be okay in some way or another. So, Mm. so as we kind of talk about these defined centers, um, I think it's a really cool thing to talk about in this time, actually, because every single one of us has something unique that we can contribute to the world. And it's not our job for us to do everything for me as an individual to do all the things, right? It's my job as an individual to do what I am here to do. And it's Shana's job as an individual to do what she is here to do. And it's you listening, your job to do only the things that you specifically are here to do. And in that way, if we can all really lean into our definition, what we're here to uniquely be, and then be that. And spend time um, giving that medicine out to the world. If we all just focus on that, we will really be 
completing this whole puzzle of everything that humanity needs in this time. So it really is um, helpful to go through your undefined centers, your open centers and say, okay, where am I taking in what I'm not? But also it's even almost more important to say, what am I here to be? What am I here to give? And how can I start stepping up and giving my medicine out to this world? Because that is what the world needs at this time to grow and to evolve and to find healing and to um, collectively shift out of this crisis and into a state of healing. So before we start on all of these defined centers, I really encourage you to have your chart out where you're looking at your chart and you can follow along with us. So if you are listening and you do not have your chart, you can go online and enter your birthday and specific time information at mybodygraph.com and get your chart that way. Or you can go onto our website, daylunalife.com, and there you can order your e-booklet that has your chart and a basic rundown of all of your, um, like a reading for your chart in an ebook. And that way you can look and see everything that's going on in your chart. And then you can come back and follow along. But anyways, Mm -hmm. that you're doing it, make sure you're looking at your charts. We're going to run through, um, all the defined centers. Mm -hmm. So let's start with Well, I guess let's just say what a defined center is. So if you're looking at your body graph, um, you have all of the different nine chakra energy centers within your body graph, and they look like, you know, squares or diamonds or triangles. And any of those centers that are white are undefined or open for you. So the ones that we are talking about today are the centers that are colored. And so it doesn't matter what color they are, as long as they are any color, yellow, red, green, brown, um, then you have that center defined. And what a defined center is, is an energy center in your body that processes energy and projects energy in a consistent way. So your defined energy centers are taking in the world around you into your chakra system, processing that information, and then acting and behaving and giving your gifts off in a consistent certain way. So all of the places in your chart that are defined is really the places that make you your differentiated, unique self. And all of your definition is the flavor, the unique flavor that other people are feeling from you when they're in your auric field. So as a lot of you guys know, any place that you have defined, you're putting off that energy and you're actually conditioning the other people around you who have that center undefined or white. So all of these places that you have the color, that is really where you are you. And then the places that you're white or undefined, the centers that are undefined are the places that you're experiencing the other and temporarily trying out the way they are in that area. So we talk so much, like we said in the beginning, about the undefined centers, but this is kind of our first episode really leaning into the definition of your centers and what that really means for you as an individual. So depending on the gates and the channels that come out of your defined center, you are going to be using that center differently than other people that have that definition. So we are going to talk about what each center means, just having it defined in general. But we'll also go into a little bit of detail about like one gate or or so off of each center and what 
how that would give you a unique flavor of using that center. Mm -hmm. So obviously you will get, you know, the most information if you got a reading, because it will tell you all of the little details of exactly what this definition means in your life. But we really try to give you guys as much information as we can on this podcast for you to kind of, um, lean into these things and self-teach yourself if you can. Um, and have this awareness for all the other people in your life and looking at their charts and seeing what centers are defined or open for them. And the reason why we focus on those open centers so much is because that's where it's really tricky as far as, you know, um, having awareness and knowing how they're, they operate, because if you don't have awareness that they're open and what that really means, then you can really identify with the things that you're amplifying in those areas. Um, whereas when you know what your defined centers mean, it really is um, empowering to kind of be like, yes, that is me. This is how I consistently give off energy. And um, you don't, I guess, I don't want to say like you can stay in your lane, but you kind of can because you're like, I'm yeah. meant to have a fixed perspective. I don't need to change my mind when I'm around this person or whatever <laughs> the center is, which we'll go into. Whereas with the open ones, it is a, there are a lot of variables because you are amplifying so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we hope that this information does help you guys to, um, in this time to be empowered and like do some more self-study on your charts, but, mm-hmm. um, a reading definitely gives you more of those fine, fine details when you get into your specific gates and channels that come off of these centers. Mm-hmm. And you guys can book a reading with us on our website, daylunalife.com. And I just wanted to say too, with the defined centers, it's really interesting. I read this um, quote from Ra Aruhu and he said that your definition in your body is the student and your open centers is the teacher. So I thought that was really interesting. Like your definition in mm-hmm. your chart, your defined centers really is you, the you that's here to learn and that's here to grow and that's here to be who you are. And then all of the, the undefined centers are really the place where you're learning, where you're getting those lessons, where you're getting that wisdom that is developing and honing these gifts that you have and honing, um, this definition that you have in your certain centers. So with all your defined centers, your job really is to hone in on them and to develop your unique way of doing things and to not give way to the way other people are doing it. And we can be conditioned around that. We can think like if I have a defined G center, that it's better for me to go into a room and to be able to chameleon in with other people. But if I have that divine G, that's not the way that I'm designed. And it's actually not for my highest benefit or for anyone else's highest benefit for me to not keep my own unique sense of direction when I'm in a group with other people, right? Because with, with any place that you have defined, you are the way shower for others. And any place that you have undefined, you are the observer of others. So today we're talking about in what centers, in what way are you here to be a way shower? Are you here mm-hmm. to develop who you are uniquely, your medicine, your perspective, your way of doing things that you are giving to others and teaching others with? Hmm. Mm, I love it. It's confusing <laughs> because obviously the open centers are a part of you as well, but, and is a part of you to be open. Um, and that's just where you have to have awareness of like, okay, I'm meant to be open in this way and receptive. And I'm meant to be a way shower in this way. 
mm-hmm. and to not change myself when I am around other people when it comes to these specific centers that I have to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just jump right in. Um, we'll start at the root center. So your root center is the very bottom center in your body graph. And if you have it colored at all, then it is defined. If you had it white, then that would mean it was undefined or open. So we're talking about it being colored, being defined. So 60% of the human population has their root center defined. And that means that you have a consistent relationship to getting things done in a fixed way. So your root center is a pressure center. And when there's pressure in your environment, if you have this defined, then you have a consistent way of taking in that pressure, processing it, understanding it, and then being able to use it to help you get things done in a physical way. So um, anyone that has this fixed means that they have a specific way that they deal with stress. Um, And if that uh, solar, if that root is connected to a different center, then that means that you are dealing with stress in a, in that channel that connects you to a certain way. So people who have that channel with their root connecting to either their sacral or their spleen or their solar plexus, they're going to have drive when it comes to pressure to act in that area. Mm -hmm. And knowing that you have a defined route is really useful. And uh, especially knowing if there's anybody in your life that has an undefined route while you have a defined route um, is great to just hold space for them and to know like, okay, I can't, I shouldn't hold them to the same standards as I hold myself because I have a consistent way of getting things done. And, um, I have a fixed way with dealing with stress. And for me, that comes naturally, but for other people, theirs is to be, is to be inconsistent. So just to have that awareness alone of like, okay, I feel solid in this and just know other people might not feel solid in that area like you do. Mm -hmm. And then of course, how you deal with that pressure comes to all of your gates and channels that you have coming off of that root center. So your gates, as you guys know, are the little red or black half lines that are coming off of your root center. And any place that has the number in the little purple circle, that means you have a gate there and you'll see either that red or black half of a line, which is a gate, or you'll see that entire line going and connecting to another center, and that is a channel. So we wanted to give you guys an example. Um, If you have your root defined, then that means that you have a channel connecting somewhere there and potentially other gates. So if you had gate 52, for example, that's the gate of stillness. So that means when you're dealing with pressure, when you're processing this um, pressure to act on a, in a physical way, you're going to be using that gate 52 in that, in that processing. So gate 52 is all about the ability to really get still and to focus your energy in on this one thing and really let everything else melt away so that you can really accomplish and put all of your energy on that one thing. So if you had gate 52, there's this pressure in in the situation. You can use that gate to be like, okay, I'm getting rid of everything else, all the distractions, and I'm focusing in on what matters so that I can get this thing done. And so if you had that gate, 
that's something that people can feel in you. When you do that, it feels good for them. It feels like you're stepping in. It feels like you're sharing your medicine and really helping others when you use that gift. And if you have gate 52 and you feel like, oh, I'm never doing that. Like I didn't even know I have that gate. It's really beneficial for you to have this awareness and say, okay, I have this gate. It means inherently I am here to do that. And that when I have the right thing to focus my stillness on, I unleash this potential gift and quality that I can really help the world with and give this medicine out to other people. Mm -hmm. So what that looks like in real time is that you find something that you want to work on and you get really still and focused on that thing. And you kind of are able to clear away all the other distractions and really just spend your time with that thing. Um, So a way that you can kind of nourish that, that gift is to find time in your day to get still and um, to allow yourself to kind of just have that peaceful focus at some points during your day um, when you are engaged with things, or even um, if you're engaging in meditating or um, reading a book, just finding those times in your day that you can just get a little stillness and focus will help nourish and support your energy if you have that gate. Mm-hmm. Okay, next let's talk about the sacral center. So their sacral is the second up from the bottom, the next big square. And if you have that colored in, then you have that defined. And of course, you guys know if you have a defined sacral, then you are in generator, manifesting generator territory. Um, But 66% of our human population has a defined sacral. And what that means is for that 66% of the population, They have a consistent um, feeling when they desire something, they create energy to do that thing. And that's always going to be consistent for them. When they are turned on, when their sacral chakra takes in this this situation or option and that they feel that sacral response because they're excited and they want to do that thing, that's when their sacral consistently creates a certain amount of energy for them to use to to do that thing that they're excited about. Mm-hmm. And with this sacral center, this is also where those primal sounds come from. When you do have a desire for something, um, or you do have this, just like, uh, this gut wanting of something, this primal wanting, that's where those primal sounds come from of like, Ooh, yes, or no, that sounds awful. Um, or that mm-hmm kind of feeling that we've talked about a few times on the podcast, because this is a decision-making center. So you're able to hear those decisions when that sacral is engaged and creating that energy to be poured into that thing. Um, so when you have something that you, that is, you know, presented in front of you and you feel that energy bubbling up in you of wanting to step in and work on it or wanting to jump in the kitchen and start cooking or wanting to help someone because you see that they're struggling. Um, that sacral energy is what kind of bubbles out through you and helps feed other people because they're then feeding off of that energy. That's how powerful that energy center is. Mm -hmm. And with this defined sacral, It really is the thing that is leading you in your life. This desire for something and then your body creating energy to do it. It's the thing that leads you piece by piece down your perfect path. um, That is your highest alignment. And so really knowing that if you have this defined, 
whatever that feeling is, when you get excited to do something, it is always consistent. It's always reliable for you. It is your guiding light. It's your whole strategy. If you're either a generator or a manifesting generator is to live in response. And that is coming from this sacral chakra. So the more you can get in touch with the fact that I have this defined, and that means that what I'm excited about is always going to create energy for me. And it's always something that I should do. And so also knowing that if you don't have energy for something, that means you're not turned on by it. You're not excited by it. And it's something that is, you know, you're not going to be creating more and more energy because you're not lit up by that thing. So really just honoring the fact that you can feel that feeling of your sacral sending up that energy because you're excited about something and you really let that follow. You really follow that and let that lead you. And... And An example of a gate that comes off of the sacral center is gate nine. Um, And that's the ability to hone in on the details Um, and to really see things in a very detailed way and even notice things that other people might miss and really get into the nitty nitty gritty. And Brian has this gate. And let me tell you, he does. He oh my he gosh. He so many details. It's like, it's, it's borderline embarrassing <laughs> because he'll always notice something like that. I didn't even notice like, Oh, your hair is like looking crazy or like, when was the last time you plucked your eyebrows? I'm like, okay, hold on. (laughs) I don't know, but I'm going to go pluck them now because you notice everything. Like he notices every single little detail ever, Mm -hmm. Uh, but he's not crazy picky about them. He just notices them all. So it's great with his job because he it's very detailed and he's able to use this gift daily, which is very satisfying for him because with your sacral center, when you're able to use the gates or channels that you have coming off of this, the center, and you're engaged in something that is um, that you want to do, it is deeply satisfying to use your energy daily in that way. So it's really important to know the gates or channels that come off of your sacral center if it is defined, because then you'll know, okay, when I'm able to use my energy in a way that lets me focus on details, I will have deep satisfaction. And if I'm working a job where I'm unsatisfied, maybe it's because I'm not being able to, you know, look at all those details and point out things that are missing and point out, you know, all of the nitty gritty things that we need to work on. So you need to find a position or a job that allows you to be a very detailed um, person. Mm -hmm. And also Brian having that gate nine, it's such a good example of how all of these gates that you have are such um, assets and gifts that you can give to the world because Shana and I do not have this gate night. <laughs> and like, we're such big picture thinkers and we're constantly like, just like, go for it. Like, don't look at the small details. Like we're looking at the big picture and then we like make this huge mistake. And then Brian is like, you guys didn't see A, B, C, D, or E, those little details in between. And we're like, no, we totally missed those things. And so (laughs) when he does tell us about the details that we missed, it really helps us and it really empowers us. And it's such a gift for him to have that skill and that trait Mm -hmm. and then to be able to share it with people. So I just really wanted to say that all of these gates that you have, they might seem insignificant or they might seem like, how is that a gift? But it really is. And the more that you give it and in every aspect of your life, the more it not only fulfills you, but helps the other people around you. 
and other people receive it really well because it's energetically correct for you. So when mm-hmm. Brian points out those details, it's like, oh, thank you so much for pointing that out. Like, right. that's awesome. Like he always points out our typos on our Instagram posts and we're mm-hmm. like, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes like, us wow. feel so helped. Yeah, it doesn't feel, um, we don't ever feel annoyed by it. And he doesn't feel resistance from other people when he does that because it's energetically correct for him. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. Okay, so next let's talk about the splenic center, which if you're looking at your body graph, it's the triangle on the left-hand side. And if you have that colored in, then that means that you have a defined spleen. And about 55% of the human population has this defined spleen. So if you have your spleen defined, that means that you have a consistent instinctual knowing or consistent intuition. And this is an awareness center. So this is all about body consciousness and really understanding life and being connected to that higher plane of knowing through your body. And with the center, it is all about, um, being connected to your body and your body's truth and being present and feeling your body and just having this instinct or intuition about what is healthy for survival or for you or for someone else and knowing what is needed to be safe. And, um, and with this center, all of the gates and channels that come off of the center are, basic fears that are here to be transcended and pushed through and turned into instincts or intuition that can serve you and help you in life to survive and to thrive. Um, so the center is really, really fascinating, uh, when you have it defined, because that means that you really can trust yourself. It's all about cultivating the trust between you and yourself, you and your body. Mm -hmm. When your body is telling you to go somewhere or to not go somewhere, really listening and trusting that that is true for you. Um, and, and with these fears, shifting them from, you know, being fears to being a way that you trust yourself, that you will know when is the right time to act, that you will know, um, when something will be a a success or failure, or that you will know if you have enough time for something or, um, how other people can be powerful. Like it's all of these instincts and intuition that you can really lean into when you know that you have all these gates or channels or whatever off of your spleen. But if your spleen is defined, that means that you definitely for sure have one channel because energy is flowing to your spleen and vice versa. So that's why it is defined. But you might also have gates off of your spleen as well. Mm -hmm. And knowing those splenic gates are so powerful. We go over Mm -hmm. those a lot in a reading because they are truly transformational. Um, Like just knowing how to shift from that fear and transcend it and allow it to be a source of wisdom, a source of intuition and a source of instincts for you in a positive way. Like it's so beneficial. And anyone that has a defined spleen, you are an instinctual person. You're here to be led by your instincts from moment to moment and from place to place and from person to person. And it really is like Shana said about trusting yourself and about having the awareness that there are certain fears that are here to help you and guide you and keep you safe. And there are certain fears that are only holding you back from your highest potential and that are not healthy for you. They're here to be transcended. And through that experience of transcending them, you gain all of this wisdom and you have this huge power source of 
knowing what it feels like to be afraid of something, pushing past it, becoming so empowered, and then being able to help other people through it. So all of your Spina Gates for sure are part of your life journey of experiencing both sides of it, right? Experiencing the fear side of it and then experiencing the empowered trust side of it. So just to kind of give you an example of one of these gates off the spleen, if you have gate 32, um, that means that you can experience a fear, a fear of failure and feeling like um, in life, you're kind of just afraid of failing. And so you might stop yourself from even trying. And the way that you transcend that is by listening to your authority about what is right for you. And if you feel like this thing is right for you, do it anyways. Even if you have that fear, push past it. If it feels right with your authority, you try it anyways. And then you prove to yourself, wow, I did succeed because this thing was right for me. And that fear of failure was actually not real. And then you really, once once you transcend that, you're able to use this gate in its highest potential, which is really having a nose for what is going to be successful in projects or in businesses or in social systems. So you can really put it outside of yourself and onto a business or a project or a group of people, the way that they're doing something, you're able to see, okay, in this system, what is going to be successful and what is not going to work because of any reason. It doesn't have what it takes to be successful. And in that way, you can use this gate to really guide others and to be a leader in understanding the way systems work and being able to guide people towards successes and away from things that are going to be failures. But the real trick here, once again, is is not putting this in on yourself. How am I going to fail? How am I limiting myself? Because that's an incorrect use of this gate. And what is a correct use is, how can I put this out on systems in order to use this towards love and towards guiding people to something that is going to thrive and be sustainable and successful? Mm-hmm. And the other thing with the skate is, is um, again, about trusting yourself, trusting that you have this gift to, to sense if something is going to fail or succeed. So trusting that you will never fail if you're doing something that is aligned for you and correct for you, because you will stop doing it once you know, and trust yourself that you sense that it's gonna fail. So it's knowing like, okay, I don't have to be afraid of failure because I trust that I will always know if something's going to be successful or if it's going to fail. And if I feel like this is going to be successful, then let, let's keep going. Like, let me not let my fear stop me because I can trust myself now. This is a gift that I have to always know if something's going to succeed or fail. Mm -hmm. I love that. Just hearing the word trust. Like right Mm -hmm. now in this time, it just sends like this wave of good feelings, like truth tingles down my body. Like trust yourself. If you have a defined spleen, trust yourself. You have the instincts to lead you, to carry you, to show you with all your gates, this different information that is here to really help the world thrive. And it's all about trust. It starts from within and then you turn into this guide that can guide other people, but only mm-hmm. you can do that work. Only you can transcend fear and lean into trust, 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 yes. trust. I'm into it. I'm here for it. Me too. Feels so good. Um, okay. So next you want to talk about solar plexus? Yes. So if you have a defined solar plexus, if you're looking at your body graph, that's the triangle, the third from the bottom on the right hand side. And, um, 
53% of the human population has this defined solar plexus. And if you have it defined, then what that means is that you have an emotional wave and that emotional wave is your authority. And it means that that emotional wave is the consistent way that you experience emotions um, throughout your lifetime and that you're not getting emotions from other people. Um, but you're really only experiencing your emotional wave consistently throughout your life. And this is a tricky center because, um, you can hear that you have emotional authority and, oh yeah, I do have an emotional wave. I do have my highs and lows. And you can kind of start thinking, well, that means that I'm really aware of other people's emotions. And it, is not that (laughs) you might Mm -hmm. be really aware of other people's other things and your other open centers that might be their anxieties or how they see things or how they see themselves, um, or how they want to speak about things. But when it comes to their emotions and what they're feeling emotionally about something, you are here actually to, um, affect other people and condition other people with your emotions. And, That means that you might wake up one day feeling one way and wake up another day feeling a completely different other way. Or you might be around one person and feel amazing and then be around another person and feel shitty. And once you can kind of realize that your external experiences are not impacting your emotions as much as that is true for other people, that then you can stop identifying things in your life to make sense of your emotions. So, you know, instead of saying, Oh, I felt happy around this person. I have to always be around this person because then I'll always feel happy. That's you identifying something in your external world to validate your emotions. And instead to say, I experienced happiness around this person and that's beautiful and that's it. And not having to cling on to something to try to make it always be consistent, but instead embrace the flow of your wave in your life. And I know we have a whole podcast episode on this topic, which is called emotional versus non-emotional. So please give that a listen if you are emotionally defined or if you're not emotionally defined, actually. So basically every single person should listen to that podcast because (laughs) it's really, really helpful to have awareness of how the center works. Mm -hmm. And I do want to say with having this solar plexus defined, um, you can experience sympathy for other people's emotions, but you cannot experience empathy for other people's emotions. So the difference between sympathy and empathy is different, right? Sympathy is I understand what you're saying. I'm listening to you. And when I hear how you're feeling, I can remember a time that I felt that way. And in that way, I feel connected to you. I understand how you're feeling. I have sympathy for how you're feeling. Whereas if you are undefined here, you're literally feeling what they're feeling in your own body as if it's happening to you right now. And that is empathy. So it's not that you can't connect with other people. It's not that you can't understand how other people are feeling. It's that you are not going to feel in your body how they're feeling. You're going to understand in other ways how they're feeling. And it can remind you of a time that you felt that personally. Because having this center defined means that you are here to experience emotions. You're here to 
feel highs and lows. And you're here to know what that feels like. You're here to have intelligence and understanding about what it feels like to have all of those different emotions. And your way of helping other people is by sharing I felt this way when I felt this emotion and I felt that way when I felt this other emotion. And by you sharing your personal experience about your emotions, that is the way that you teach other people. So um, people that have this solar plexus defined, it is a uh, awareness center where you are connected to spirit consciousness. You do feel things on a deep, consciousness level through the, through your emotions, you're connected to the flow of life through your emotions. And people who have this, uh, center defined have a desire to really capture the beauty and the poetry of life and to, um, experience that beauty and to experience the experience of living through their emotions and to create something that captures that feeling and to connect with other people in a way that inspires them to feel that depth of life and the high of spiritual connection and the lows of melancholy on a personal level. So it really is a powerful thing to have this defined. Um, but just kind of knowing that you're here to share your experience. You're here to create from your personal experience. And that is what you're here to teach the world with is your own experiences. Um, and so if you do have um, this center defined, it does depend, of course, on what gates or channels you have coming from that center. That's going to color the way that you specifically process things with this center. So we just wanted to give an example of if you had gate 22 off of your solar plexus, that is the gate of openness. And so if you have gate 22, you have this understanding of correct timing and of knowing when someone is open to something, whether it's you saying something or sharing something with them or having a physical experience with them, you have this ability to sense other people in that way and to sense correct timing. And so that makes you come off to other people as very socially graceful. People are always going to see you as someone who moves through life with a lot of grace and without a lot of awkwardness or um, social like blemishes, if you will. And so if you have gate 22, it might not always seem that way to you. You might not see yourself as graceful or that you have graceful timing, but just kind of knowing that other people see you that way. And for you leaning into this gift, leaning into gate 22 looks like really trusting yourself with that timing. When you feel that it's the right time to say something or to share something with someone, um, trusting that. And when you feel like it's not the right time, just kind of giving that space and, and trusting that as well. Mm-hmm. I love this gate just because I love that it's called the gate of openness, just because you're really sensing when other people are open to receiving what you have to share about your emotions or how you're feeling um, and sensing when they're not ready to hear, or they're not open. There's no place for it to land. Um, it really is a beautiful gate. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So one thing I do want to talk about is, okay, if you have, what if you have your sacral, your spleen and your solar plexus all defined, right? That's kind of like confusing because all of these three centers are emotional center. I mean, are, uh, authority, authority. centers. Yeah. They are all centers that could be your decision-making center. So a lot of times we get questions about 
man manifesting generators or generators that have emotional authority, because that also means that you have your sacral defined, but it could also mean that you have your spleen defined as well. So just knowing that with those small decisions, you can make those decisions in the moment and trust what your sacral or your spleen is telling you, trusting yourself with that intuition, feeling yourself with that gut response and being lit up by something and having the energy to do it. You can totally trust yourself with all those small things. But if you also have your solar plexus defined and you need to give yourself time, just do that with the big decisions in your life. Still trust yourself moment to moment with the small stuff, but really lean on that, giving yourself that neutral time on the big stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So moving on to the ego center or heart center, which if you're looking at your body graph, it's the small little triangle under your G center, which is that big diamond. So if you have your ego or heart center colored in, then that means that you have the center defined and you are part of the 37% of the human population that has a defined ego center. So if you have the center defined, that means that you have consistent motivation and consistent recognition of your own value and consistent desires about what you want on the material plane. It also means that you really like to be in control of your own resources and that it's really healthy and fulfilling for you to be able to access your willpower and stick to commitments that truly matter to you and that you entered into correctly with your authority. Mm -hmm. And this center um, is a motor. So it's, it is that fuel to have motivation and, um, and to be motivated to um, work on things that you desire and that you want. Um, so it's so interesting because every individual that we meet with during readings that has his center defined, they always have this very strong sense of, um, you know, what are healthy resources and what are their values and valuing other people's time. So every time that we run over people with this, center are always like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I know that we just ran over. We're like five minutes over. Is that okay? I, you know, I can pay you extra and da, da, da. we're always like, no, not at all. Cause we always run over by like 15, 20 minutes, no matter what. It's just, we can't help ourselves. <laughs> and every single time that we ha- read someone with a defined ego center, they're very conscious of, you know, making sure that their time is respected and our time is respected and that there's this equal exchange of energy and resources. And we, of course, are completely open there and we don't care at all. And so it's just (laughs) always so fascinating to see the through line through hundreds of people being consistent in a very specific way. Um, So knowing that you can trust yourself with that and also with the center, similarly to the root, um, knowing that if you have this defined, it's, it's more than likely that you have people in your life that don't have it defined and kind of just having that awareness of not holding other people to the same standards of, as you, that other people are going to have the same values or that they are going to have the same, um, connection to resources or motivation and having that be consistent. They're not going to be able to have that same level of consistency that you have in your life. Mm -hmm. And that by you just doing things the way you do it naturally, you are 
empowering other people and showing them because they can taste um, and sample the way you do it and see if that works for them. They can learn from you, but your job is to just do you and lean into the way that you use this to find ego center because of the gates that you have. So to give you guys an example, if you had gate 40 coming off of your ego center, that is your willingness and desire to provide for your tribe. So people who have that gate, they really want to give their resources to their tribe. They want to support the people in their lives. And um, if anything, they can really check in and make sure that they're giving in a way that is actually right for them and that they're not over giving just for the sake of giving and then depleting themselves. So if you have gate 40, um, know that it's important for you to be able to give resources and time and value to the people in your life to support them. Um, but that it's very important to do so with discernment and using your authority to guide you about when it is time for you to give and when it is time for you to just give it a little bit of space. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I love, love, love that gate so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it is tricky about having that discernment if if it's healthier, if it's healthy for you or not, but it can be really nourishing, especially during a time like this for yourself to focus your energy on giving to your tribe or your people around you, your family, your friends, um, whether that's through calling them, checking in with them, making sure that they have toilet paper Um, getting stuff at the store that they might need, or even picking something up at the store that you know your neighbors might need, like if they're out of milk or just dropping something off at their door. It's really just, it it is, if that feels um, exciting for you, that will help nourish your energy when you lean into that that gate that you have. Mm -hmm. Okay, so next center, moving on up to that big diamond in the middle, which is your G center. So if you have your G center colored in, that means you have it defined and you are part of the 57% of the human population that has a defined G center. So with a defined G, that means that you have a consistent, strong sense of who you are, knowing what you love and having that clear sense of direction in your life. And so what that looks like is really knowing the things that you're passionate about and really being secure in knowing, okay, these things are part of my identity, part of my life direction, part of the things that I love and that I'm passionate about are the things that are part of my life path. And um, knowing that you can love other people without becoming dependent on them, but because you always have yourself and you always have your center of direction Um, And the more that you lean into it, the more you lean into your passions, the more you lean into what you love, that builds that version of self-love within yourself. And it echoes out for you to be able to love other people um, with understanding that they're different than you and being able to support them on their unique path and whatever their unique passions are. So if you have this defined G, you are here in this lifetime to really stay true to your own sense of direction and to not succumb to the conditioning of society or to abandon your passions for things that are more practical or that you feel pressure to go after because society tells you they're more valuable. So if you have this defined G and for example, you feel so passionate about dogs and you're like, okay, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like everyone loves dogs. But if you genuinely feel that passion in your heart and you really feel it calling you, 
your version of self-love is to follow that, to spend time with dogs, to make a business around dogs, to just honor those things that you find that you love and that you're called towards. Um, and so, so much in our human design chart, it's telling us about how we can use our energy and what type of energy we have and how that energy interacts with other people's energy. But your chart is not so much telling you what you're passionate about and what you love and what is part of your unique direction. Um, that only comes from you feeling your soul and feeling your G center and feeling that sense of love within your own body. Mm -hmm. And with this defined, it's important that you don't stray from it. So like what Dana was saying, about staying true to yourself. If with that example, uh, if you love dogs and you feel just like that is your direction, maybe you're here to make a dog food brand or dog toys or dog clothes or whatever. Um, it's important that when you're around other people and maybe they are not dog people that you don't pretend to fit in with them and, and like, yeah, I mean, dogs are cool, whatever. I mean, this is such a weird example because <laughs> everyone loves dogs. That's not Except true. one person that we met with. <laughs> oh, we, shout out. I know. I'm sure that she, hopefully she's listening. Somebody that we did a reading for her was like, fuck dogs. And we were there for it. Doesn't cut, sound the same coming from us, but from her, it sounded it hilarious and spot on. It was so funny. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but it's just important that with your defined G that you don't try to, um, change yourself around other people. So if you have this undefined, it actually is a part of your life direction and your life purpose to really be fluid around people and be different with different people and to connect with this person, connect with that person, really understand and see people, um, because you can feel them in yourself. And if you have this to find, it's so important that if you're not into social media or if you're not into um, a certain group of people that when you're with them, you don't try to force yourself to fit in with them to really say, okay, that's just not who I am. And I'm going to go my own way. And I felt this, this has been a big struggle for me with this center. Well, A, if you do have a defined G and you have a G center authority, it's actually tricky because you have a very strong sense of who you are, but you have trouble seeing who you are very clearly. So that's a whole other thing that we talk about in the authorities podcast episode. But, um, I did struggle a lot with my old jobs feeling like, you know, going to events and networking and having to meet with a bunch of social media people and celebrities and all these things that I saw all the people around me really into the scene, really into that thing. And every time I was there, I felt so like it was scratching my skin off. Like it felt painful to be there and to be pretending like I want to network and pretending like I want to care about all these so social celebrities and things. To me, it felt like bullshit. Like I just don't care. I want to have an authentic conversation. I don't want to like fluff some feathers, but for other people, for them, <laughs> they're totally in that. Like that really does light them up to be around those people and to be socializing with them and all that stuff. So I really did struggle with that for years feeling like, what is wrong with me? Like I need to suck it up. I need to change what I am around these people and be connecting with them and trying harder. But actually now that I have this awareness, it's, it's that flip of, okay, actually, no, like I need to be myself and I'm not able to be myself around these people 
because I don't fit in with them and I don't have to fit in with them. I don't have to try to fit in with them. I can go my own way. I can shine my own light in a different direction because that's where I'm meant to be. Nothing in your life is supposed to feel like you're swimming upstream like a salmon and all your scales are falling off because you're fighting the current so hard. You are supposed to be flowing in a different direction if that's how it feels. So just so you know, if this is defined and you feel that in any situation, like you don't fit in there, great. You're supposed to be somewhere else. And that's awesome. And the sooner that you can embrace that and just be like, fuck that. It's not me. I'm somewhere else. I'm someone else. The better, the more Mm -hmm. you'll be in your power, the more you'll be along your path and using your gifts with an audience that really wants them. Um, Mm -hmm. and that you'll be able to change their life. You'll be able to sell your dog food or your dog toys to the right people. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, just encouraging you out there. If you're listening, you are meant to find your tribe. You're meant to find Mm -hmm. your flow. Yeah. We thought we were going to be talking about defined centers, but we're talking about dogs and salmon (laughs) and like lots of random animals because they somehow (laughs) work their way into our conversation. But it's true. Uh, If you have this defined G, you're not designed to be adaptable in that way. You are designed to be seen as someone who is unique. And with your passions, with your personal sense of life direction, you're here to be a way shower to other people that have this center undefined, right? So it's really important for you to step in to your power and to step into alignment and to say, okay, I have a defined G. What am I passionate about? I'm here to be passionate about that all the time. doesn't matter who I'm around. doesn't matter what environment I'm around. That's who I am. And that's who I'm here to be in this world in order to give my medicine, help the world around me and live out my life purpose. Mm-hmm. So just yeah. as an, just, I do want to clarify though, if you have it open, that doesn't mean that you're not here to be a way shower. doesn't mean that you're not here to be passionate and to lead people. It just means that you are here to, um, to, be passionate about many things when you're around different people and to be into different things when you're around different people. And that that is actually how you lead because you're able to say, meet with someone and say, you should do A, B, C, and D because you can really clearly feel them in your body of like their life path and their direction and their passions. Um, so just know, I don't want you to feel disempowered of like, well, I have this open, like, who am I really? Because that is how you do feel when you have this open, you feel like, who am I really? But you are here to be somebody that connects with many different people that is passionate about many different things when you are around those people and to help other people find their direction because Mm -hmm. you're able to connect with them that way. So there's power in both sides. They're just different when you have the awareness of how they both work. One is like always passionate about this one thing, no matter who they are with. And the other is passionate about all the things regarding like whoever they're with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like we always say in human design, nothing is better or worse. It's all just unique and different. And when you put all of these pieces together in your entire chart, you really are absolutely a hundred percent unique even completely different than another two, four projector with emotional authority. Like you can still be so different from another person that has all of those bigger factors similar to you in your chart because of the nuances, the unique combination of defined centers, undefined centers, gates and channels, and the way that they play out in your energy. So just to give you guys an example with this G center being defined, if you have gate one, for example, that means that you are here in this lifetime to express yourself 
creatively and to express your unique, authentic inner truth in an external way. So whether that's creating a new idea, creating a new business, creating a work of art, um, expressing yourself in any way that is unique, um, that's one way that you're here to use that define G to give your medicine out into the world. Mm-hmm. Mm, 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 mm. I love it so much. And so, so many people say like, okay, well, if we're all these defined things and we're all these open things, like, what does it even all mean? Like, why does it matter? Why does it matter to have the awareness of if you're defined or open in these centers? And it's really knowing the nuances of it, knowing yourself. So this is a great time during this you know, quarantine time to being able to like identify and have awareness of the unique things that are you, what is defined, what is open? How do you process other people's passions? How do you have your own emotions at the same time? How do you have your own instincts at the same time, but have an inconsistent way of doing things, really having the awareness of, okay, what's defined for me, what's open for me. And what does that actually mean in my daily life? And this is the perfect time to cultivate that awareness and hold space for how unique you are and um, find creative ways that you can express yourself authentically in your daily life. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's so important right now to say, okay, in what ways am I a way shower? What is my medicine I'm here to give? And in what ways am I open? Am I here to learn about what other people are feeling, other people are experiencing so I can use my gifts to give to that person, to serve that person, to help guide them. Um, so yeah, we, we really hope that in all, in this time we can come back to who we are as individuals so that we can support the whole collective during this time. So moving on to the next center, we'll talk about the throat center, which is the third center up from the top, which is a big square. So if you have that center colored in, then that means you have a defined throat. And about 72% of the world's population has a defined throat. So by far the majority. And if you have a defined throat, that means that you have a consistent way of communicating your truth. And of course, that depends on the gates that are coming off of your throat center or the channels that are coming off of your throat center. And wherever you have that throat center connected to through a channel is your main way of expressing yourself. So if you have it connected down to your solar plexus, you really are here to express yourself, to talk about your emotions versus if you had your throat center connected through a channel down to your spleen, then you really are here to talk about your intuition or your instinctual knowings. Um, because that place, your throat center is really where you are externalizing your internal world through communication, but it is also a manifestation center because when we express ourselves and put a voice to the internal things that are happening, we're actually creating that internal thing in an outward way. And we're bringing it into the physical world. And just by speaking something, just by saying something, you are actually creating a reality out of what was before only a feeling or a thought or emotion. So your throat center is a really powerful center. Mm -hmm. It's, it's one of my favorite centers because of how powerful it is. And that is why we really encourage you to speak out loud to the universe in meditation to your friends, to share your emotions, to share your instincts, to share your ideas. Um, 
because it's so incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. And the gates that come off of the throat center are really, really interesting. And they really tell you specifically what or how you're here to communicate your truth. Um, and they can paint such a beautiful and specific picture about the way that you use your voice um, in a consistent way in this world. But just to give you guys an example, we wanted to talk about gate 23, which is a super powerful gate. We always look out for it when we're doing a reading in someone's chart. Um, and if you have gate 23, then that means that you have the ability to explain something that is super complex maybe confusing to other people, but you, you are able to say it in a way that is super simple that people can really get. So if you have this gate, it's a really powerful gift that the world needs because we have all of these complex ideas, these complex systems that are confusing to people. And if you have this gate, then you're someone who can take all that complexity and you can say, okay, out of all of that, here's what we need to know. Here's the layman's terms. Here's the bullet points so that other people can understand this complex thing. So if you have this gate, think about what in your life do you really see clearly that's confusing and how can you put it into a simplified form to give as a gift to humanity so that others can understand this confusing thing in this simple, easy to understand way. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, So next we're going to talk about the Anja Center which is the triangle up from your throat in the center of your head. Um, And if you have this defined, then you are part of 47% of the population. So it really is like 50-50, like 50% of the people that we meet have this defined and 50% of the people that we meet don't. Um, And with this defined, that means that you have a consistent way of conceptualizing things. Um, And you're always thinking and processing and it can sometimes be difficult for you to turn that off and to meditate and to kind of shut off your mental thoughts. So if you have this defined, it is really, really helpful to observe your thoughts, observe all of these things that you're thinking of and kind of sit back and watch them like a picture and let them kind of make sense on their own without you having to force them all to make sense because you are, you do have an active mind and an active perspective that is not meant to be changed by other people, but then also you can find yourself wanting to make all of your perspectives and thoughts make sense. So it's important to just kind of sit back and observe your thoughts and let them make sense as they will. And you'll actually come to clarity faster. You'll actually come to your own perspective faster when you just kind of sit back and observe how you are seeing things in the world. But if you have this defined, that means that you actually are here to have your own consistent perspective in life and on topics and on things. And your mind isn't actually meant to be swayed by other people as much as people who have this center open. So you can have your perspective changed by the information that you're taking in, by the facts and numbers, by um, somebody that you see as a mentor teaching you something. You can have your perspective shifted and tweaked, but Mainly what you are here to do, if you have this defined, is to condition other people's perspectives and to teach them your way of seeing things and the way that you um, think about things and the way that you process things mentally and have them use that 
your way of thinking about things in their life. So Dana has the center defined and I have the center open. So it's really a beautiful thing because her perspectives on, on life and on philosophies and on um, certain topics, she really has strongly in her life and I am conditioned by them and I latch on to them sometimes. And I'm like, yes, I love that perspective. Let's get this out into the world. Or then I see a different perspective and I kind of can mull over all of the different ones in my head to find which one is true for me or the most helpful for the collective. But for Dana, it really is about her having her perspective and teaching other people how she sees things. Mm -hmm. Which honestly was very liberating for me to have this awareness because I used to be conditioned away from that. I used to think that I had to see things from other people's perspective and that it was rude to have an opinion that was different than other people's. Um, And so once I had this awareness, okay, I'm here to have my own perspective, which I naturally do have, and I'm here to hone it. I'm here to build upon it and I'm here to hold it and to share it with other people and to be a way shower. And I am constantly um, learning new things and building to my building upon my perspective. And like Shana said, shifting my perspective, but I don't have to give up on my perspective just because I'm around someone else that has a different opinion or a different way of thinking. And so it once again is really important to know that just because you have this defined mind, this defined way of thinking and conceptualizing things, it doesn't mean that you can't understand that other people think differently and might have different perspectives than you. Mm-hmm. So once again, you can have sympathy for the fact that someone else has a different truth than you, has a different way of seeing the world than you. You can say, okay, I get that you see things differently than me and I can listen to your perspective and I can hear it and I can have sympathy for it, but that I don't need to have empathy for it. I don't need to feel your perspective, take it on, allow myself to feel it in the same way that you do, because that's not how I'm designed to work. I'm here to be a way shower of my own perspective. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And just to give you guys an example um, of If you had gate 11 in this Anja center, then that means that you have this ability to really channel a stream of ideas. And we always recommend if you have this gate 11 to write down the random ideas that just come into your mind. You'll just have these concepts that are being formed into your mind that you might not understand why they are here or what they're for, but to just write them down because they may or may not be useful to either yourself or to other people later. So people that have this gate are always getting ideas like either an idea for a business or just like a random story that pops into their head that could be someone's past life. Um, or it could be a name for a company that someone might want to use later. And as the ideas come into their mind, they have no idea what these ideas mean. And it's not their job to figure out what they mean or to make sense of them. It's your job to allow those ideas to come into your mind, to write them down, to say, wow, all of these random ideas are interesting and I'm not pressuring myself to make sense of them. And then later you you'll often find that someone will say like, Hey, I need this name for my business. I can't think of one. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I wrote down a name for a business two weeks ago. It's this, do you want this to be your name for your business? And they're like, yes. And so when you really, (laughs) when you really lean into this gate, 
and say, okay, I have this ability to channel ideas. It's not my job to figure out where these ideas are meant to go. It's just my idea to be an open channel. Um, and that's really when you're giving your medicine to the world and when you're really feeling fulfilled yourself, but also being able to contribute with these ideas that you channel either for yourself or for the collective. And moving on to the last center, which is the crown center. And that's the center at the very top of your body graph. And if you have that center defined and colored in, then you are part of the 30% of the population that has this center defined. So by far, the minority of population has this defined. And if you have a defined crown center, then that means that you have consistent inspiration consistent mental pressure to ask questions and to get answers and to understand things. So once again, um, this is a part of your mind, your crown center and your Andra really work together as your mind. But this part of it really is the pressure center that is receiving from the, your outside world, that pressure to have inspiring ideas, to have new concepts that you can then conceptualize in your Anja center and offer out as an idea to the world. Mm -hmm. And this crown center is uh, being defined, allows you to be a self-inspired person and that you don't have to necessarily be around other people to get inspiration. Um, so if you have this open, it's really great if you're feeling uninspired to go be out in nature or to go to a coffee shop or go FaceTime with a friend, because if they have this center defined, then they are conditioning you to have new inspiring thoughts. And for you having this defined, that means that you can be sitting on your couch and have inspiration about something that you want to work on or a new idea that you want to do. Um, if you have this center defined, it does mean that you also have your Anja center defined as well, because that means that energy is flowing from your crown to your Anja and your Anja to your crown. So to have it defined, you have to have energy flowing to that center. So a lot of times, um, the people with this, the defined crown center, um, can have a lot of mental ideas and thoughts and inspiration that they can have trouble speaking out into the world because it, just because you have your crown defined does not mean that you have your throat defined because your anja might not be connected to your throat. So you can have a difficult time sometimes getting this inspiration out into the world verbally. So we really encourage you to write, write them down. Um, journal about them. If you do feel like you want to talk about the inspiring things that come to you, great, do it. Um, but even just writing them down can help bring something that is energetic into the physical world. So it's really, really powerful for you to kind of create that constant flow of inspiration without having to put pressure on, okay, but how does this inspiration make sense? And how can I get this inspiration out into the world and like change someone's life with it? And instead, just to kind of write it down, accept it, observe it, and allow yourself to move on. Mm -hmm. And having a defined mind in general, Anja and Crown Center, um, it really is, your mind is here to be a consistent thought processor. And it's here to be a playground for you to have all of these ideas, have all of these inspirations, be able to observe your thoughts and observe the downloads that you're getting from source energy. But it is not your authority. 
It's not here to lead you. It's not here to tell you what to do with your life next. It is simply here to understand life, to get inspiration and to conceptualize that inspiration into ideas. So it's really important to, um, love your defined mind. If you have a defined mind to know that it's a really special part of your definition, that you're here to have, um, inspiration, to have ideas that you can just by you having them yourself, you are already being a way shower to other people and you're inspiring other people to think you're empowering other people to think and see things the way that you do. Um, but to really love your mind for what it is here to be and to not ever pressure yourself to make decisions out of that place. Because of course, as we know, we make decisions with our authority. Um, and that comes from a place in your body. Even if you are a mental projector, um, you are using your mind to rationalize and to factor things in. And then you're going out into different environments and speaking your truth, letting that truth bounce back to you from the environment and getting these, this sensory input, this clarity from your body based off of your mental ideas that you spoke and then received back from that environment. So it's still not using your mind to make decisions. Um, it's just using your open centers to really hear back your own reflections from that sounding board. So um, having this defined crown um, you are really that minority, you know, only 30%. And then the 70 other percent of the population has it undefined. So if you have this defined, just really knowing that you're here to receive inspiration from source energy when you're alone, and then use that inspiration to help inspire other people. And, um, to give you guys an example of a gate that's coming from that crown center, um, gate 63, you could possibly have, which is about having doubts and using those doubts and that healthy sense of skepticism to find truth and to ponder things and to get answers that can serve the entire collective. So, um, having this mind defined and sorting through things and having this inspiration to say, hold on, let me look at things a little bit deeper and let me really dive into things for myself and see, is this true? Do I agree with this? Does this really work? I'm not just going to take it for face value because I have gate 63. I'm going to really dive in and sort through things for myself until I find what I believe is true, until I find this answer. And then with that answer, I'm able to share that perspective um, and inspire others to see it that way. So that's all of the centers in your body graph and, um, just kind of giving yourself time and space with this information and letting it settle in, having that awareness, like we talked about and leaning into these sides of yourself that come naturally, that you're here to condition other people with, that you're here to be that way shower with these energies in this specific way. And then also having awareness of, okay, how am I here to be receptive? So we do recommend going back and listening to, um, wisdom of the open centers episode, which we did, uh, I don't know, probably like five or 10 episodes back and, um, kind of putting them all together to paint the picture of who you are in a broad term, like not getting into all of your gates and channels, but just like in your overall energy of how you're here to be empathetic and how you are here to be sympathetic and how you are here to condition others and share your consistent 
perspective or way of doing things and how you are here to amplify how other people's do them and use them in different situations in your life. Um, so this awareness really is so, so empowering and it allows you to hold space for the differences of all of us. So knowing that your friend has a defined mind and you have an open mind, knowing that you both have open ego centers or that your friend has a defined ego center and you have an open one, um, knowing that somebody has an, a defined sacral and you have an open sacral, really holding space for all the differences that we all have and getting to know the close people in your life and how they operate with these centers is so, so helpful, whether that's with a business partner or a best friend or a lover um, or a parent, it really allows you to say, oh, that's why it's easier for me to do this. Or that's why they don't understand my perspective. Or that's why they don't feel, you know, my emotions or whatever it is. So um, just looking at your chart, so, so helpful, holding space for the differences in this all. And it, during this time, finding ways to cultivate um, the space for you to be able to use your gifts in your work moving forward or um, with your family that you might be in really close quarters with right now. So this can be really helpful to know. Mm -hmm. And as always, guys, we love connecting with you on Instagram. We love reading your comments. So if you're not following us already, you can follow us on Instagram at dayluna. And you can connect with us on our website, daylunalife.com. That's where you can book a live video chat reading with Shana and I. And that's really our most in-depth offering. If you're really wanting to get a deep dive into your chart, that's really what we recommend. And we also at this time have our option to get the um, digital chart booklet, the ebook of your chart. And with that basic foundational structure of what all of that stuff in your chart means. So, um, yeah, we're just wishing you guys so much love and gratitude and, um, really grateful for this time together. Mm -hmm. And we do want to say that we are working on a lot of offerings to give you guys, um, during this time, because we know that this time is very unique. It can be very stressful everybody's situation is completely different. You either have kids at home or you don't, you can be completely alone and isolated. Um, and, or you could be going to work every single day because you are an essential part of making our society thrive and function right now. So, um, we are, we've been brainstorming and figuring out some different offerings that we can um, create to help you during this time. One of the things that we're going to be releasing soon is our um, parenting cheat sheet, which goes into all of the different ways that your kids, um, like specifically your child learns how they sleep, how they eat, um, how they interact with other people, how you can best support them. Um, it goes into a lot of, lot of specific details all on one sheet. And we know that that's going to be really helpful, especially for all of you parents out there who are trying to homeschool right now for the first time with your kids, um, and all of your kids being different. So just know we are here for you guys. We are working our little butts off to get these things out to you that can support you best in your life. And if you, um, do think of anything that you need that might be supportive that we can create an offer feel free to reach out. Um, if there's something that you want us to address on the podcast, feel free to reach out. 
we are all connected and in this together, even though we are all so different. And that's how it's always been. It's just that right now that's really being illuminated and, um, called to the forefront for us to realize like, Oh shit, we are all connected. Oh shit. We are all different. Um, and so that truth is really bright and shiny right now. So the more that we can stay connected and stay in contact, the better. So reach out hello at daylunalife.com is our email. DM us on Instagram, dayluna or um, book a reading or look at our offerings. We have free human design tools on our website as well. So just check it out, see what's supportive for you. And we'll talk soon. Love you guys.